Hey friends, welcome to the H&H Hour. My name is Heidi Bolt and I'm one of your hosts. Um, this is Heather Taves, my co-host. Hi Heather. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm actually doing really well, except I sound like a man. Well, hey, men are great. We love men. <laughs> you fighting a cold? Yeah, I'm just coming off of it. So I have that like every, you know, it's, I feel actually pretty good, but it's just all settled now and, and making me sound scratchy. My daughter asked me, mom, why do you sound like that today? So it's all good though. Call your husband. He'll probably like it. Yes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we are, um, we are just coming off of a really exciting event. Um, yes, we yesterday are. Yes. we had if gathering Peoria yes. here in our city 2017, um, and it was incredible. Mm-hmm. I feel like God did a massive move in the hearts of all of the women that were there mm-hmm. um, and the men that were there yeah. serving us, the yeah. if men oh. leading in the band and serving on security and behind stage. And I can't say enough about those men. I mean, they took the day off work. Yes. They worked all day on Sunday. I mean, not to mention what it took to prepare to get ready for it. Right. Um, but then they, they worked all day on Sunday setting up and took the day off on Monday to yep. be there to, to lead and serve the women in our community um, selflessly. Selflessly is the huge word there. Yeah. Because they, they didn't look for any accolade or no, applause. No. They were just there serving with smiles on their face. And, and and one of my dear, dear friends who just helped me so much on the technology side of it, because that is not my gig. Like, I <laughs> would just love to never have to do any technology. Um, he looked at me at the very end of the night when we were all exhausted, and he said, okay, let's do it again next year. You were and like, LD. I know. And I, I want to smack you, but hug you. I know. I was like, can we not talk about it quite yet? But yes. <laughs> yes. That's so sweet. So, I love it. Yeah. And we have to shout out to our husbands. Yes. They both took the day off work to mm-hmm. stay home with our children so that we could go and serve the women of If Gathering Peoria. Yes. Um, so Chris and Kip, thank you yes, so much. thank you so much. That was huge of you and guys. And they hauled. They hauled stuff from storage and yeah. picked up food and... Yeah, it was it was a good good day, a good weekend. It was. And now um, we're recovering, and I'm trying to figure out where my maid is. Uh, mine didn't show up today I know, either. I know. Neither did my nanny when I, my child woke up at quarter I came to five. Home. <laughs> I had been on a trip just last week, and um, so unpacking has not happened. Mm-hmm. I had no food in my house, and my house looked like a bomb had gone off. So I don't know. I need to find out where she's at. Yeah. Get her back here. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, if you were at If Gathering Peoria as a woman or one of the men serving, I just believe that God imparted something specific into your spirit. And I want you to hang on to that. I want you to go back to your notes and recall what God said to you. Because Monday morning comes, well, Tuesday morning comes. Yeah. Right. And um, you might feel like the struggle of coming back home after something like a great women's event is insurmountable. Yeah. Um, but God is so for you. And I believe that God imparted something to you. So go back and look at that. Mm -hmm. And if you missed, if gathering, do not miss next year. Right. Find a local, if gathering in Mm -hmm. your city. Yep. They're all over the place. It's a global event. Um, so you don't want to miss out. Um, and I am just, I I'm excited now today to bring you a guest. Yes. That from day one, Mm -hmm. we have been wanting to host. Mm -hmm as our guest. Um, so listening friends, this is my sweet sister, Jenna Bennett, all the way from Houston, Texas, joining us today. Hi, Jenna. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. And I just have to say, you're talking about the If Gathering. I was there yesterday and it is just, I know there's a lot that goes into it. And I just think it was so awesome that you guys listened to God and did it. And you changed my life yesterday as well as so many others and especially the women at my table that I was able to talk with mm. um so all of your hard work all of the the pain all of the mm. annoyance all of that was worth it it was good okay. the worship was amazing um I loved it and so I'm so excited to go back to my girls um and share with them and hopefully do something with the gathering with them uh-huh. so and thank I you for having it. me too like You're I want to say too I love I love podcasts I love um just hearing and sharing you know other people's stories um, I've been, you know, a big fan since the beginning. I think that you guys have so much wisdom to impart on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially your guests, like us ordinary women who yeah. may not have a platform or a place to share. Um, this has been a great opportunity. So, Aww. and, and since day one too, I was like, I, 
I would love to be on their their podcast. So <laughs> so excited to be here. Yay. So excited to share. Well, you were just, you were at the top of our list. That's you awesome. Were, you were like there were three people at the very top, and you were one of them. Oh so. well, thank you. And I just I didn't think it would be this soon because um, I didn't know how I'd feel about sharing my story. But yeah, I'm I'm here and I'm excited too. Well, and I think God's timing is so awesome mm-hmm. because I actually um, I get to chat with you every week, and I didn't think your story would come to podcast this soon either. But God yeah. is so detailed. He's so he's so awesome. This trip I planned, you know, a month or so ago, and there are a lot of other things besides if gathering, um, this podcast, and a few other things that only God yeah. brought together. Yes. So That's I'm so glad great. to be here with you guys. We're so and glad that you chat are with you here. And talk. Well, Jenna is our sister in love. Yes. So she yes. married our little brother, one of our little brothers, mm-hmm. Matthew. We call him Maddie. Um, we do. And my boys were very disheartened to find out that Uncle Maddie did not come with Jenna. Aw. So was my niece, Ariella. She was like, are Jenna Jenna and Matt, are they coming? Yeah. Like, no, he had to stay home and work. Oh, those poor men that have to work. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it's awesome. I love you, honey, for staying home and, and working and providing for us. Yes. Thank you for sharing her with us, Maddie. You're a good boy. Yes. A good man. He's a man. Yes, he is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so Jenna, fill us in a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, like you said, I live in Houston now. Um, we've been living there for five and a half years. Um, God brought us there. Um, it, you know, growing up, I never thought that I would be away from family. That's the the hardest thing. But um, I've grown to love Houston and love um, our friends there and just where we're at. Um, I grew up here outside of Peoria in a little small community of Star County, um, small little town of Toulon. Grew up on a farm, um, love coming back to it and just being with my family, my three brothers, my mm-hmm. oldest brother is married um, and they have uh, four children and so um, just coming to enjoy them mm-hmm. and then all of Matt's family, which has become my family, like they're, you know, <laughs> you guys are my sisters, my yeah, brothers, yes. my parents. And there's um, too many of us to name, yes, right? <laughs> isn't it, like, yes, 25 or yeah. All of them, all yeah. of them. Um, but I am a nanny, so I um, get to hang out with some cool kids and be a part of a, a family and help them um, do homework and just have fun, their boys. So it's kind of fun just to like be outside and play. And, and you've done that for years, right? Yes. Yep. With um, different families. Yep. With a few different years. families. So, and then um, recently started volunteering at a pregnancy help center, which has been awesome. Um, and I just, I love decorating. I love decorating our house. Um, it's hot in Houston, just a <laughs> yes. little bit. Yes. So I love laying by the pool and just hanging out, um, going to Starbucks with friends, coffee dates, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so, so if my nanny and maid show up, I'm <laughs> flying home with you to lay by your pool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> Please do. I know it. Well, it's cold there, and we don't have I'll, I'll snow still, like I'll here. I'll still but... lay by your pool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But- That'd be Aww. awesome. <laughs> That's so great. Well, I have to tell you, Jenna, with and we, we can touch on this later too, but just watching you serve those families that God's called you to as a nanny, you have done it with such excellence. You've gone above and beyond the call. Um, and I know all of your families that you have served have just had rave reviews of you mm-hmm. and have been devastated when you've had to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just watched you take those little children who all you had to do was babysit yeah. and turn it into a discipleship. Yep. And that is so awesome. Yep. So well done. Well, I'm really you. proud of you. Thank you. So one of our favorite questions that we love to ask all of our guests, and we've actually heard from our listeners that they love hearing this too, because it, it okay. connects with them on a way that they're like, oh yes, me too. Um, what about yourself feels ordinary? That's a good question. I think everything in the best way. Hmm. I haven't always enjoyed being ordinary or finding the things in myself good that are ordinary, but they're, they're awesome. It's a beautiful, I love having an ordinary life. Um, I'm a normal girly girl. I love <laughs> doing my nails. I love coffee. Like I said earlier, going and um, having dates with friends, shopping, um, just a lot of ordinary yeah. decorating my home. Like all those things are ordinary, but in a good way. Like yeah. I, I find enjoyment in those ordinary everyday oh, things. What a great answer. I love that so much. I do too. Well, and as your sister, I can attest to that. You are always enthusiastic about yeah. things in life that are so ordinary. Positive. I try mm-hmm. to be because it's great. the little things that, you know, they're, they're fun. And 
you don't get to experience them always. And I just, I'm content and happy and joyful in the ordinary. I love that you see ordinary as a positive. Yes. I mean, that's huge. That's what this is all about, right? Amen. Someone amen right now. (laughs) I love this. We could just hit stop right now and like go home because that would be great. But But there's really good stuff. Yes, there's so much more. (laughs) Yes, there are. Okay, so Jenna, that was awesome. That was a great answer. I think that you get the award for the best answer Uh, so far. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What about your life or yourself do you think is extraordinary? Well, this is a hard one. And honestly, the first thing that I thought of was um, I have an extraordinary talent of sending amazing gifts or memes to people (laughs) at the appropriate time. (laughs) I was like, I can do that really well. Like, I can find and Google and search really good memes. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, I love that. I don't know. I mean, it's hard because it's like you're – talking about yourself and yes it, you know, we don't normally I know and we don't <laughs> normally do that um but I guess one thing that I would say is that I try to see people um not for what they look like or their circumstances or what they've done or haven't done mm-hmm. but to really really see them as God created them oh that's so good and that who am I to judge them hmm. or um, say, can we cry? or um, mm-hmm. to just, yeah, judge them for their story, like really seeing them and knowing that if they're not a Christian, that God loves them and that they need to hear yes. that their life is, matters. Yes. Um, that's so good. And to encourage them in that. Yeah. So that's what wow. I can say. I agree with that. You do that so well. Oh, so you. well. I also think something that's extraordinary about you is that you are, I don't think you're ever negative. I always, you always are such a positive voice. And Mm -hmm. I just love that in this world, we have so much negativity. And I think a lot of people, you know, kind of go that route Mm -hmm. naturally or quickly. And then you, you don't. And I love that. I've always loved that about you, that you're just this, this good, positive voice all the time. Well, I know if I'm negative, I can go negative quickly and just that can spread and everything can be negative. So why why allow that when I can say, oh, I can, I can say something positive, even though I may not really think it, yeah. it will, I will mean it. And, yeah. And you, you know, can talk come... yourself into a positive yes, attitude. Right? Exactly. Right. Exactly. You talk also always into. look super cute. You have really cute style. <laughs> well, thank you. I love, I love shopping and I love fun <laughs> new things. So thank you. Yes. You guys do too. You guys always look so cute too. No, the thing about you and your style yeah. is you were good at mismatching styles yeah. that didn't go together before that was cool. <laughs> yes. You know what yes. I mean? You were doing that 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. you guys, but I look back at some of those pictures and I'm like, <laughs> what, what was, was I thinking? No, we you were just ahead of the curve. <laughs> we all do that. Well, thank you. I, I don't know. I just love color. I love fun. I love different. So that's so great. Oh, you're so fun. Okay, oh, we're going to put her picture up, and you're all going to be like, she's so cute. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, so do you have a fun tradition in your life, um, either with Matt or your family or our family or on your own that you would like to share with our listeners? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, we were thinking about this, Matt and I were, and we don't. we have some things, but being that we're so – I mean, we've been married for 10 years, but – different life changes like we haven't been able to keep a certain tradition right um so one thing that I have loved is um we've been in Houston for five and a half years like I said and every single Christmas we've been able to come home and and be with you guys be with my family and one thing that I love is we've pretty much been able to celebrate on Christmas morning with my family um my dad has this old bible this huge thick bible ornate bible and it was his great great grandfather's. Wow! And his his mother gave it to him, and I guess it's just been passed down. Um, but he sits and he opens that up and he reads um, in Luke the story of Jesus and you know how he's his his birth mm-hmm. um, in Luke, and it's just a fun, like calming. We do that before all the presents, before mm. all the stuff, because that's all good stuff, but we're celebrating Jesus's birthday. Like that's just to start it off. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my mom has this fun tradition where she, um, spells out Jesus and all the letters are in the Christmas tree Mm -hmm. and the grandkids get to go find Jesus in the tree. Oh, that's fun. fun. Saying that the, the Christmas tree, you know, is a symbol. It's not really a Christian symbol, but, but she's saying, well, we can find Jesus in the tree. You can find Jesus wherever, 
you are like whatever I love that that's that really cool I love so that. yeah that's a fun little tradition too and the kids love like going and finding the J and the E and one. the S yeah it's just such a fun that's little so fun. tradition so oh that's things. so great um okay so this is fun Jenna and I love getting to chit chat with you um just about the normal things in life and some of the surfacey things that make you who you are mm-hmm. but the reason I wanted you to come on this podcast is because I think that you are in a season of life that so many people need to hear. And this is something that I personally have not heard talked about very much. Um, Maybe I've just not been listening to the right channels, Mm -hmm. but I have not heard this spoken about in an open forum, um, at least recently. So Jenna, you um, have had to walk a road that not all women are called to. Um, Can you share with us a little bit about that journey Mm-hmm. and what that's looked like for you and for Matt. Yes. Um, so like I said, we got married 10 years ago. And I think, you know, a lot of people when they get married, they have this plan of, um, we called it our five-year plan. So mm-hmm. like, oh, we won't have kids for five years. Yeah. Um, we're just going to have fun, you know, enjoy life. So five years came and then it went and we just weren't ready. Um, so it was a few more years later and we're like, okay, let's, let's have kids. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, we're going to have kids right away. Right. God's going to bless us with however many we want in my timing. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Mm. Well, the first month goes by and then the second month and then the third month. Um, and then a year and then two years and then three years. And, um, it's been, three years and we're, we're still in the waiting. Um, we know that, I know that God's good mm-hmm. and um, he has a plan and mm-hmm. his timing is good, mm-hmm. but it's been a journey. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard. And it's, yeah, it's hard because, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of people in my life have started families and children and mm-hmm. um, they're my good friends. Yeah. So I have, walked life with them and and have celebrated their lives but you know it's hard yeah Yeah. it's hard when you're like god I you know pray to you and I'm a Christian and I love you like why aren't you answering this yes for me yes you know in that selfish way so um yeah we're we're still in that waiting and like you said like I don't hear I've heard people share after the fact yeah yeah and when the miracle comes mm -hmm. And as hard as it is to share um, in this waiting, I God has done so many good things in, in my life and mm-hmm. continued, and he's answering prayers, so I know that he's real and he's good, and um, He has his timing is perfect. And so I just wanted to share in the waiting, in this time when I don't know when God is going to answer the prayer. Right. But I know that he's faithful, and... Um, I know that he does have children, you know, and a family for us. Yes. I just don't. Yes. It's a little scary, but also a little freeing because I have to give up my trust or my, my control. I'm sorry. Control. Yes. And trust in God. Yes. Because yes. he is the author of life. He, yes. um, every life is, is perfect and is planned and he hasn't had that for us yet. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. Because he's good, and we're just we're we're waiting. Well, and I am so proud of you for being willing to share in this, in the midst yeah. of this trial, in the midst yeah. of this waiting. Because um, there are so many people, women and men, and parents and families that are just like you, and they're in the mm-hmm. midst of this, and they're waiting, and they're going through this, and they can feel the exact pain that you're feeling. And I think that it's really easy to talk about things when we've seen God give us what we're asking for mm-hmm. after the fact, and then we give him glory. But are we willing to give him glory in the midst of what we're asking yeah, for? Right. Are we willing to say in the middle of the trial, God, you are good. Right. Even if you don't answer this prayer, you are still good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what you're saying. And that is, that that's, that's a word right there for someone Absolutely. who's waiting. Yes. Who's, who's feeling this exact same pain that you were feeling, whether they're waiting for children or they're waiting for a spouse or they're waiting for a job, mm-hmm. whatever season of waiting that looks like. 
Jenna, and I also want to point out, you have been so gracious through this season, um, I, specifically in regard to your friends and watching them have a child and then a second child and in some cases a third child as you've walked this season. You have championed them and celebrated them. You have thrown baby showers. You have shown up at the hospital. You have prayed over the wombs of women who were afraid that something was wrong within their womb with their baby. And you have literally watched God bring that baby leaping in that in that woman's womb yeah. to reassure that woman who needed her faith strength and that God was for her. Yes. And you have been that voice. You have been the hands of Jesus yes. to women who are in a season that you so desire mm-hmm. and you so long for. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so important in our life that we are able to celebrate others even when we aren't getting the desire of our heart in mm-hmm. that specific lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, I think of it as um, they're my friends and how would I want them to celebrate my you know life when I have a mm-hmm. child mm-hmm. and like like I said that child's life is for a purpose and a reason reason and that was God's perfect timing mm-hmm. and um I was talking to a friend about this recently with baby showers and she just said well you've been so grace you know graceful and full of just grace to them and I'm like well in that moment at that baby shower their joy and their happiness outweighs my pain mm-hmm. and that's like who am I to say that my friend's um joy you know is worth less than my pain wow and so I I just I love life and I love children and and that's that's part of it like they know and my friends know and you you know you guys everyone's been so you know so great and so sensitive and know that that is my struggle but it's also God's you know his life and um I just want to celebrate it and however I can. Mm. So over the past three years then, as you have walked this journey, how have you kept your faith strong? And with that, how have you chosen to not become bitter as you wait on God's timing for your children? Well, the truth of that question is that I think I have gotten bitter. Um, Mm. Definitely at the beginning, um, just of like, why, why isn't God answering my prayer? Mm-hmm. Just, you know, creep allowing, I let that bitterness come in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was just getting so in the place of, of, um, why me, you know, so like, woe is me, you know, all of that. And I was like, I, I can't continue in this because mm-hmm. that's not a life worth living, mm-hmm. even though he's not answering this prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just started crying out to God I mean, it's the only way that I can say it and telling him, asking him why not, you know, asking him why, why I don't understand this. Um, and the cool thing is, in a lot of those times when it has been very painful, he has, um, just come in and through someone else or just his presence has just been an overwhelming peace, like that I know that he's there mm-hmm. and I know that in my pain and in my brokenness, he's right there. He's not, Mm. he's not, hasn't answered the prayer, but he is there and he is working in my life um, and through my life. And I just, yeah, so I always, you know, cry out to him and ask him and kind of get mad at him a little bit. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But even if I don't feel it, I, I say to, I praise him at the end and I say, you're a good, good father. Your timing is perfect. I don't Mm. like your timing right now, (laughs) Yeah. but your timing is perfect because you you are amazing and you're I'm just going to continue praising you because that's my hope yeah is in God I don't you know there's no hope in when I'm going to have a child but my hope is in God um and so allowing that keeping that bitterness at bay is just praising God and, and thanking him I love that you said that sometimes you get mad at him sometimes you you tell him that I think we often don't do that okay so let's think about communication like communication with your husband like you need to tell your husband when something is bothering you yeah so that you can talk about it but we don't do that with God you know right. we just we just internalize it and I I think we forget that God can handle it 
Right. Yes. Like, we can't throw anything at him that he can't handle. Yes. He's God. Right. Okay? He's not going to, like, get scared of our tenter tan- temper tantrum, <laughs> you know, and be like, oh, calm down. Yeah. You know, and so I love that you say that because it's just you being real with God and, like, saying, like, here's what I'm angry with you about right now. But then you followed up with, but I always don't end with praise to him. Right. Because that, yes. ultimately, that's what he deserves. That's what, that's what he he requires of us, you know, mm-hmm. and out of our obedience. And so I, I love that so much. Like, just be so real with God that you can tell him all the stuff that you're really angry about and that you're hurt about. And then at the end, praise him. Yeah. Well, like you Such said, a it's, good word. it's the same, you know, with your husband, you get angry, but the, there's always the makeup mm-hmm. and there, there's always mm-hmm. the, well, I love you and I appreciate I'm sorry. you and I'm sorry. Yes. And God knows everything. He knows what you're feeling, but yeah. he just asks us to tell him yes. to make it known, like to speak things to yes. him so mm-hmm. that he can um, answer those or or give you yes. um, peace. I think sometimes like when you are able to get that out and then he's like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Right. Yes. Now let's okay. start the work. All right. Now yes. let's, now we've gotten to the place where you're being honest with me. Now let's go. Yes. Yeah. So how are you then finding joy as you're trying to push bitterness out and, you know, remove that, that root from your life? How are you choosing to find joy then on days or weeks or months that are really difficult or disheartening? I, my joy has been, I have prayed for other things too and he's been answering those prayers Mm -hmm. so I know that he's real I know that he's there um that has been my joy um to just focus on those things and know that he sometimes says wait Mm -hmm. sometimes he says yes sometimes he says no but sometimes he says wait too um and just just being able to to focus on that um, and just to stay in the joy. Um, one thing with, with joy, um, a few years back before we started trying for kids, I did a Bible study on James. Mm. It was Beth Moore's and it was so profound. Um, but the first few verses in James, Mm -hmm. I specifically remember memorizing and thinking, I think I'm going to go through something, Mm. but not knowing what it was. Um, and it's James chapter one, verses two and three. So the first verse um, in James 1 is a greetings. And this is the very first, first two verses in James. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why would people want to be joyful mm-hmm. when troubles come your way? Mm-hmm. And I've clung to that because I'm like, I don't know why this is very upside down, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be joyful and praise him in my trouble, in my waiting. Mm. And when you, you do that and you let him do that, even if you don't feel it right away, like you said, you talk yourself into it and God changes you. He changes you for the better. And so I have that joy in him. Mm. Jenna, I have to share a story about um, a prayer that God has answered actually for me, for my son, that you have been praying. Yes. Um, So we get the opportunity just to pray together every week. And um, a while back, we started to, I started to feel a little bit of concern that my little guy, Wilder, was not speaking. He wasn't doing the typical toddler things where he loved to repeat sounds and words. And, um, you know, most kids love to repeat and you can't get them to stop talking. Um, And he was like off the charts on all things other than his speech, Um, just his development and his um, ability to understand and his cognitive thinking, but his speech was not there. And so I began to share with you my concern and it was so encouraging to me, Jenna, here you are, my little sister in love who really I should be the one leading you because I'm a bit older, just a bit, <laughs> just a bit, like much. a tiny bit. <laughs> um, but you took the effort to find a verse in God's word and it was out of Psalms mm-hmm. and it said, you began to pray that over Wilder mm-hmm. every week as we would meet over FaceTime. Yes. And it, that, that verse talked about Lord, give him his words yes. that his voice may praise you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as you prayed that it wasn't 
an instant answer. But as we prayed that and as we agreed with that and believed in that, yes, we are now seeing God give Wilder his words. Yes. And he is repeating and he is saying sentences and he gets on our our app, our Voxer yes. app, and he talks to Heather. That's awesome. And um, so thank you for oh, partnering with me in praying and in believing that God would give my son his words um, mm-hmm. because he's done that. And I believe it is in part to grow your faith, yes, to see that absolutely. God is listening, mm-hmm. that his ear is turned towards you, yes, yeah, that he is not silent in these areas of your life that sometimes might feel like he's silent. He hears you full well, yes, and your words are so your prayers are so effective, and um, he is answering, yes, well, and he's my nephew. I mean, my nieces and nephews are my just I feel like they're my own so Mm. you know when that concerns you that concerns me and I think it's awesome I love his little words now too his words are so sweet he gets on boxer yeah 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 (laughs) you you Benny come play (laughs) he wants Benny to come play I I love that you said um that you chose to pray about other things as well yeah I think sometimes when we're when we're in a season that's hard and we're in a season of waiting we get so self-focused on the one thing right. the tunnel vision mm-hmm. where it's all we can see is the one struggle that we're going through yeah. and we sort of forget that there are other things in life to be joyful about or to pray about yeah mm-hmm. and I think that that is huge because I think that helps you take your eyes off of the one thing and go oh there are other things and that someone I think that that's important for all of us to remember that when there's that struggle, there are also a lot of other things that are good things that are happening, but also things that could use our attention in prayer as well. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you. Um, Jenna, as women, at least I'll speak for myself. I won't generalize, but I'm pretty sure all women struggle with this. I sometimes struggle with this, wanting to control circumstances in my life. Wanting to be able to plan and prepare and sometimes strategize and figure out the best outcome for a situation. So what's the most difficult part for you for not being able to control this situation of waiting for your children at all? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I like to be in control. I like to plan things. I like to have everything planned out. Um, you know, carry exactly the way that I planned it. And, you know, of course my plan was we would get pregnant right away, hopefully have two kids by now, and, you know, everything would be great. And I would be happy and joyful when kids came and when I, you know, made our family complete. Um, So it's been a season of really um, having to give that up. Mm. And in other areas too, being like, well, I know I can't control this area, so why am I trying to control this other area? So I'm just going to give that to God too, because mm-hmm. I, you know, we can have dreams, we can have plans too, yeah. Yeah. but it's it's God's um, God's will and His mm-hmm. His favor and above us that will ultimately carry through. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also I've I've spent probably the good first two years of well, if I get pregnant, mm. let's not plan that trip. Or uh, I, if I, if I, I don't want to do that because I might be pregnant, uh-huh. you know, and just all these ifs and, and Matt, you know, has had to remind me too, like, don't you, you have so much purpose. You have so much life now, like a child is going to be great, but it's not going to, um, fulfill you like in the way that you're desiring. Mm-hmm. Like I was so focused on getting pregnant. Yeah. Um, and so just having to like give that up and being like, you know what, if we are, then we'll, we'll make it work. And just choosing what's best for us in the moment and now, um, and just really trying to be living in the moment, living now in the present, um, and not, not the what if or the, you know, cause God knows and, and he'll have it, he'll have it figured out, you know, for us that we'll know yeah. the right timing. And I don't have to worry about, well, I can't do this because I maybe be pregnant. So, wow. So it sounds like you're learning flexibility. Uh, yes. And patience. And patience. Yeah. <laughs> Those are great qualities yeah. to have as a mom. Yes. I know. You're going to be such a great mom because you walk through all of this. I know. My kids are probably going to be like doing the worst things. I'm like, oh, I love you. I waited so long for you. <laughs> Go ahead and do that. No, not really. <laughs> but 
And then Heidi and I will remind you, Jenna, discipline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what, though? To, to your point, yeah. Um, yeah. you're right. Because when you have had to wait and suffer heartache in yeah. order to get to the point of having your children, yeah. who I believe you will have, yes, you have such... You view them through the lens of so much gratitude. And yes, you still get frustrated with them. And Absolutely. yes, you still have to discipline them according to God's word. And you still get tired. Yes. Cranky. But yes. there is an overwhelming feeling of, I longed for this child. I prayed for this child. Mm-hmm. This didn't just show up yeah. when I least expected it. Yeah. Um, this is God's perfect gift for me. And you will be able to walk in that. And you will be able to give God so much glory, I believe, out in public to strangers when your little sweethearts (laughs) are walking around being their cute little selves, probably acting like Matt. So they're going to be a cut up (laughs) and they're going to be funny. So they're going to get people's attention. I hope so. And you're going to get to say, this is our miracle baby. Yeah. This is our miracle child. These are our miracle children. And that's going to give God glory. Yeah. Well, and I've said through this whole thing, like, I want to give God the glory. And if that's what it took for him for me to position myself so when I do have children, like they're going to be little, um, I mean, I w- people will be like, oh, your children be like, yeah, God gave them to yes. me. Like they're miracles. Yes. Like I will be able to walking start witnesses. the conversation. Yes. Walking witnesses, that's the word. Yes. And that to me is just awesome because I tend to not, I have a hard time bringing it up to people. Uh-huh. So there you, you go. Know, I'll be like, well, there are miracles and that's we can right. talk about Jesus. Yep. Let's talk about him right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. From, from the day your children are born, you just tell them, you're mommy's witnessing tools. Yes. That's right. Amen. <laughs> oh, they man. Are. So to that, I think, um, you know, it because we, we do all um, struggle with negativity, I think everybody does at some point, mm-hmm. you know, in their lives, we often hear people complain about their children yeah. and see them as burdens. Right. And... I wonder just how that makes someone like you feel who has longed for this and doesn't, isn't having that desire fulfilled and then to hear people complain about their children. What, what does that do to you? Yeah. Um, not that it doesn't bother me, but I don't know. I, I know in my life I've complained about things around people looking back that would have desperately loved to have been in my situation. Yes. Mm. And so who am I to judge, you know, mm. when a mom complain I don't know, complains the right not the right word necessarily, maybe just yeah. like is disheartened because yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yes, they are little precious gifts from the yeah. Lord, but they cry. Yeah. And they don't sleep. <laughs> they don't sleep. And they talk back. <laughs> right. And so I right. understand that, especially, yeah. you know, moms who are stay-at-home moms who are with their kids all the time. Yeah. I complain about things in my daily life. And so, yes, I mean, sometimes it is kind of hard because I'm like, oh, I would love to be able to complain. It'd be in your situation <laughs> yeah. to complain yeah. about my children. Complain about my children. <laughs> um, but I just, I just go back to that knowing that, you know, I'm sure I – wasn't always gracious to my friends that were single and Mm -hmm. I got married right away and so not knowing you know now realizing wow they were probably wanting that wishing to be wishing to be you know in that and so I I just always go back to that you're so wise oh how did you get to be so wise from not (laughs) allowing myself to just in misery and because I could oh, it could yeah. wallow you know well and I love in any any scenario I yeah. love that you're choosing to give women grace to give yes people around you whether they're friends or family or strangers to give grace and that's something that keeps coming up on this podcast is giving grace yes celebrating others not yes. judging others um truly loving people the way Jesus would love them mm-hmm. yes sometimes we have to point people to truth in a loving way but giving them grace upon grace upon grace. Yes. Yes. And I think that you're such a testimony, I would say specifically to your friends in your in your Texas circle who are watching you walk this path and who they are receiving so much grace and love from you. Um, well, and about the grace, like I need grace. I need grace every day because I don't, you know, I don't always think the right thing or say the right thing. And so I just... I can only do that to other people because, you know, God has given me grace. God has mm. saved me. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. just, I have to give other people grace. So Jenna, you, you come alongside women really well. You, you're a great friend. 
you're usually, um, you're an initiator, Mm -hmm. you're a leader, you're an event planner, not by trade, but by like purposefully planning things for women to be served and loved. And um, you're the pursuer of friendships and of women. And I think that's so incredibly huge. One thing I've watched you over the very, like the recent past, but I've watched you choose to take a very difficult situation in your life and apply your your energy and your hope and your efforts into something that is so valuable yes. and such an awesome high calling yes. and so important. Can you talk to us about that new step that you've started to take in your life recently? Yes. Yeah, so um, back in the fall, I interviewed and volunteer um applied applied thank yeah. you applied um to help at a, a pregnancy help center a crisis pregnancy center um which is you would think is crazy and I do still think it's crazy but <laughs> I think um I can only do it because of God and oh. um just doing things like I can't say that it's because of me you know, if it, if I had done that three or four years ago, it would have been, well, so that I'm volunteering so that I can help people. Like, it's not, it's not me. It's because of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I've always had a heart for pregnant women and little kids. I, my mom was, um, older when she had my last brother. Um, I was 14. And so I just remember all of that and like the pregnancy and it was so exciting and just, mm-hmm. um, and I guess just, you know, I always try to see the person that's the the quiet one or the unsure. And so I guess that all kind of plays into this. Um, and I just love it. I mean, I get to um, women come in and um, get pregnancy tests and I'm able to be excited for them and talk yeah. with them and share with them. Um, wow. And, you know, it's I think of it as more than just their pregnancy mm-hmm. because a lot of them no one has ever said to them, you have value and your child's life has value too. And let's encourage you and let's, um, let's just bring life and excitement to you. We have parenting classes. Um, they get to pick out diapers and clothes with, for points. Um, Mm. and you know, we're able, if they have gone through abuse or a miscarriage, Mm. um, or even an abortion, we're able, we have resources and we're able to just be with them and encourage them and it, it just it excites me mm-hmm. I don't know I just I love it um just being able to to pray with them I get to pray with each one of them too and then also we we share the gospel with them like that wow. that is so cool to me mm-hmm. that they come in just thinking they just want the pregnancy test mm-hmm. um to make yeah. sure that see if they're is positive or negative but we get to share and help them and come alongside them and just do so much more than just them being pregnant okay so with um you can change names and and whatnot but can you share with us maybe a story from one of your interactions at the pregnancy center that maybe touched your heart or kind of drew on your heartstrings of this is why i'm here you know this woman right here in front of me this is why i'm here yeah um well it's been interesting i've had about half of the women that I've been with have had negative pregnancy tests and that's kind of rare for the center. So I'm like, well, God had a reason for that. Um, I don't really have any one specific. They've all been very, very different. Mm -hmm. Um, but just one girl, I mean, she had recently suffered a miscarriage and she was pregnant again, but she was a little, you know, nervous after a miscarriage. Um, and so I was just able to encourage her and just say, well, that, you know, even though you didn't have that first baby very long, that that's, has value and that was a life. And, you know, I believe that child is in heaven with the Lord. And yes. even though it's painful, you will get to see them someday um, and just encourage her, her in this pregnant, this recent one of just praise God every day for that child. Yes. Um, you know, every every day is a gift from the Lord. So. How do these women react when you share the gospel with them? Um, I've I've been able to do it with a few, and they they haven't. None of them have accepted, which is fine because mm-hmm. we're we're not there to push anything on right. them. Um, it's just been more of like an awesome thing for me to be able to share that with someone, yes. and they've just said, 
oh that's great and we love it it's a great story it's this little card that we have questions and we kind of walk through like the good things and the bad things about us um so not not like good ones but just they've I I feel that they'll come back and that they will continue hearing and well, Hopefully those we can seeds have more that again. are being planted, yes. you never know when that seed is going to, you know, come up and, and yes. um, show fruit. And it's just so cool that you get to be a part of planting a seed for someone. Yesterday at the IF gathering, we had women take a tile and they had to write on the front side who helped lead them, who helped show them the love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then on the back side, they had to write who's someone that they are going to show the love of Jesus to. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so cool the women as they shared, Mm -hmm. that there were women that said things, you know, that, and and even some that I spoke to afterwards, that strangers Mm -hmm. were the ones that first planted those seeds of the thought of Jesus's love over them. Yes. Yeah. And Jenna, I was thinking about you, of those women that you serve every Thursday at the crisis pregnancy center in a season where they're so vulnerable, potentially scared, maybe not wanting to be pregnant and finding out that they are. Yes. Maybe wanting to be pregnant and finding out that they're not. Yes. And having this woman sit across from them filled with compassion for them, filled with grace, filled with love, filled with um, the ability to help them walk through a difficult season that's ahead of them, Mm -hmm. and to have that boldness to plant those seeds of Jesus' love in their life. You might not see the fruit of that Mm -hmm. until heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I just believe that it's a really powerful. And furthermore, Jenna, can you even fathom those moms then raising their children to love Jesus because you poured Jesus into them. That's yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's my hope. And, um, you know, I don't do it for me or, you know, to be like, Oh, I, I talked to them about Jesus, but it is, it's about Jesus. And I don't, we don't have to like have the, the stress or the burden of like, we have to share everything with this person and we have to convert them and tell them about Jesus. Like it's it, Jesus, the Holy spirit will show them. And so I'm just happy to be there and to encourage them just in life. And like, there's, we, we don't go around enough smiling at people and telling people like, Hey, you're awesome. Mm -hmm. You have value. Like, and I'm able to do that with these women just right in the moment, even if it's just for them, but also, you know, the the life that's growing inside of them, but saying you matter, your Mm -hmm. life is awesome. And just encouraging them in that day and being exciting, you know, excited for them um, because they might not have that at their home. Yeah. I love Jill Briscoe says what people ask her, you know, what's your mission or what's your calling? And she says, it's, it's whatever's right between your own two feet in, yeah. at any given moment. Yeah. Like wherever you are planted, wherever you are, what's in front of you, that's what your mission is in that moment. And, um, I love that, that you're in those moments, those women are your mission. They're yes. the people that God has put in front of you to, love and to be Jesus to and Mm -hmm. that's why God has put us here you know and that's why Jesus isn't still here on earth he's using us to be Jesus to the world and you're doing that yeah so beautiful yeah and another thing that Jill said yesterday was um we don't always get the courage up front we have to be willing to say yes and stepping in and I think that's what I had to do with the pregnancy center because I was a little leery and like what is gonna you know but I felt God calling me. I mean, I remember a few years back praying and just being like, Lord, I want purpose in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And the thought came to mind, well, go to the pregnancy center. Like Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit kind of spoke that to me. And I hadn't thought about that for many years. And so I'm, I'm doing that now. And there have been so many other things that have come of it just with chats with friends or just in my light, like just personally sure. inside of me that have, that have, I didn't even know that those were things that I was saying yes to when I said mm-hmm. yes to wow. the pregnancy center. Wow. And so I, that is just exciting for me. And I get to go and we pray beforehand. And then I pray before each client that I see, because I can't do it by yeah. myself. It's mm-hmm. the Lord. And then I get to pray with every single person at the end too. Wow. And that to me is awesome enough even if we don't those women don't come back yeah I was able to pray for that life and to keep that baby safe and to keep it whole and just it's a it's a life it's you know and that to me is worth it enough just to be able to do those things what a gift you are giving those women Jenna 
I mean, they these are women that may have never had anyone pray over them in their entire life. Yeah. Or maybe they have, but they've maybe walked away from those people that came alongside them or tried to. And here God's just planting you right in front of them going, no girl, you're going to get some prayer. Yeah. You're going to get some faith spoken over you. You're going to get the power of the Holy Spirit breathed over you mm-hmm. and your baby's life. Mm-hmm. And what, what a gift you are giving them. I am just like beaming with just pride over you, Jenna. Thank you. And, and also like, you know, in in this season of waiting and it's like Heather was saying, it's, you can be any, any season of waiting, Mm. um, not just in waiting for children, but I was so focused on me and wanting that specific thing. And now that I've been able, I have my focus on a purpose and, you know, it, it is pregnancy and it kind of seems backwards. Like I'm, you know, encouraging other women that are pregnant when I want to be pregnant too. But it's more than that. It's giving them the, the gospel. And then I mm. feel like in a selfish way, I feel so much better. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sharing, I'm being Jesus to others. And in a way you're serving and you're giving to them, but they are filling you back up. And that's, yeah. that to me is worth so much. Mm. And I love that it's starts with obedience it does. Which is really such a hard thing, mm-hmm. but it's so simple. It's just an, an act of obedience that then propels us into the purpose and plan that God actually has for us. And sometimes it is the hardest. It's easy to be obedient when everything's going well. Yes. Right. And everything's working out according to our plan. Right. But it's a lot harder to be obedient when you're in the midst of a really hard trial and pain and suffering where you're going, I don't really like this, this path, God. Mm-hmm. But then okay, I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to follow you and say that you are good even if you are not fulfilling the desires of my heart. Yes, and you know, if he had answered my prayer to have children, I don't know if I would be at the pregnancy center. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, because I would have to find a babysitter. I would have to, there was a lot of training. And so how would that have been possible? Wow, And so... I praise God for that, thanking Mm -hmm. him for, you know, this waiting time of, well, if this is what you wanted me to do to come out of this, Mm -hmm. then it was worth it. Wow. Jenna, that's really wise. Mm -hmm. That's such a good perspective to see that despite what circumstance you're in, that God is still good and that he'll use it for his glory. Yeah. I think um, sometimes we tend to forget that God is not the one that allows harm to come into our life or yes. heartache. That yes. there's, a, there's an enemy yes. that's out to get us. Mm-hmm. Yes. He is so active and he's so intent on offsetting the gifts that God's wanting to give us. And the Bible says that he is the one that comes to kill, to steal, mm-hmm. to destroy. Mm-hmm. And that you know he is the one that is trying to manipulate God's gifts out of our life. And we don't know God's timing. We don't know his purposes of sometimes allowing the enemy to bring those hardships on us. Yeah. Yeah. But I think how powerful it is to recognize that God is not doing this to harm you. No. Or to hurt you or to punish you. No. He's allowing this for a reason that we can't currently see. But I love it that you're choosing to see positive outcome in this situation. Yes. To go... I may not have done this if God had answered my my prayer yeah. three years ago. Yeah. yeah, And I think of Job, and I think of how God looked at Job, and he said, my servant Job mm. will will not turn on me. Like yeah. he knew yeah. that Job's faith was strong enough, and I, you know, I just see him looking down at you and saying, I know my servant Jenna will be faithful through this trial. She will be faithful. Like she can handle this. And I think that we underestimate sometimes the way that God allows us because of our faith and because of our obedience to go through things, because then we will be able to help others be a witness, um, be strengthened ourselves for whatever the next trial is. Yeah. Well, and Heather, the story of Job, the interesting thought to me that just popped into my mind is that Job's friends Mm -hmm. chose to come around Job. Yep. And to sit with him yep. for days and days and to mourn with him, mm-hmm. to be silent with him, mm-hmm. to speak with him if that's what he wanted, mm-hmm. and to just navigate that season with him yep. and that, that mourning. Yep. Um, 
Jenna, that's what you're doing with those women at the pregnancy center. You're coming alongside them and you're helping navigate this new season with them. So have you had people in your life come alongside you during this journey? And, and if so, what, how has that changed the situation or given you the power to help walk through it? Yes. Yeah. I've had lots of people and I think that's so cool. That's, I, one thing that I say is like, there's been so many people praying for us, for our family, that that's, it's going to be one blessed baby. Yes. (laughs) Children when they finally (laughs) come. Two or three if God gives you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, my mom, um, my sisters, um, friends, many people have just, um, they're just encouraging and I've just been able to share and not, you know, necessarily them, well, have you done this or do you need to do this? But just letting me speak Mm -hmm. and and just praying for me. Um, And Heidi mentioned earlier, but she felt a year, you know, a year ago to call me and be like, hey, I think I need to meet with you Mm -hmm. um, over FaceTime once a week. And that was huge. Just having someone that I knew um, that I could talk to once a week and just cry with, um, share my burden, share my pain. And, and for her to say, well, you know, this is, you know, reminding me of God's faithfulness and reminding me of his goodness. Mm -hmm. Um, and then being able to pray with me, like that Mm -hmm. is so huge. Um, and it was such a blessing, Mm -hmm. um, and a gift to me because I knew I could just I knew I had until the next week. I could get through one week um, because sometimes that's what it was, is just getting through one week. Um, So I think in any season of waiting, you need someone, someone that you can just share with and um, so they can pray with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would ask you, Heidi, um, you know, probably hard sometimes or, you know, you go through we're going through things too and me like sharing everything and and I'm sure it was somewhat of a burden but how what would you say to people um friends out there who their friends are struggling Mm -hmm. what would you say to that woman to encourage her as to how to speak into her friend that's that's maybe in the waiting because you did such a great job Mm -hmm. such a good selfless with me um well, I would say I have not seen it as a burden to meet with you, Jenna. Um, you're my sister. God was so faithful to give you to our family. You were a gift to us, mm-hmm. not just to my brother. You were a gift to me, mm-hmm. to Heather, to all of our siblings, and you've continued to be a gift. You've been a friend. You've been a, you know, someone we've had fun with and been able to be serious with. So it has not been a burden. Um, it's been an honor to get to chat with you and to talk with you and um, like I just shared about Wilder, as yes. I've been able to serve you, and as I, for whatever reason, felt the Holy Spirit say, meet with Jenna. Because I needed it. Be with Jenna. <laughs> That's why he was like, she needs someone. <laughs> Please rescue her. <laughs> oh. But just to just to be that face that, and I'll be honest, we most weeks we cry at least once together. Oh, yeah. For a moment. And then we, we, Women. we, then like we to get cry. it together. Yeah. <laughs> But, but the thing we always do is we always pray. Yes. Even if it's like, hey, I'm really rushed today. You're running into work or my kids are on meltdown mode. Yes. We always pray. Um, so that would be my encouragement to people mm-hmm. trying to come alongside others. Yeah. Always pray. Yes. Let that it's not good. be your last response, but let it be your first reaction is yes. pray. Pray about so anything true. and everything, even if it seems small and insignificant, because God cares. And as he a does. parent, I can say, like, I want my kids talking to me. I want them telling me the big things and the little things on their heart. Yes. Because that helps me know them. And then my response to them helps them know me and helps them know how I'm going to respond and how I'm going to react. And um, so, yeah, pray with your friends. Be the one that's bold enough to say, can we just pray about this? Yeah. And Jenna, you're such a prayer warrior. And I have seen you become so bold and so brave over the last year to just pray for people. And that is awesome. Well, and I think it's helped because, you know, it, it is kind of hard to pray out loud. And it's almost been practice for me with you, you know, the past year. Because yeah. I've had that 
um, the Holy Spirit saying to me, you should pray for that person. And just, and I didn't, and I wouldn't. It's like, what do they think of or what? But it's like, well, it's yeah. not necessarily what they think about. It's our obedience. And yeah. when he asks you to pray for him do because it. you don't know yeah. what that can do. That's right. Um, because people don't do that. I mean, the few, the times that I've had people say like, I, can I just pray for you has been huge and yeah. it's just been so encouraging to me. Yeah. Um, and so it doesn't have awesome. to be elaborate or fancy no. words. It can no. be very simple. No. Yes. Yeah. Heartfelt. Yes. Yeah. So Jenna, um, just as we're wrapping up here, what advice would you give other women and men who are particularly in a season of waiting for children? Um, well, I have to say one more thing about um, my support. Um, my husband, Matthew, has been a huge support. Mm. Um, I'm going to cry without... <laughs> you know, having a spouse that you love and that you connect with, mm-hmm. um, it's hard and not pushing him away, but just, we, I don't know, we've just been able to really press into this season and enjoy it, even though, mm. you know, we would like children and we love children, but enjoying this time that God has given us, um, to just really love on each other because he brought us together first. Um, yes. oh, that's so you know, good. we, I chose him and he chose me first. Yes. And so, Matt, I love you, and that you've been encouraging, and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Um, okay, now we're all crying. Yeah, where's <laughs> where's the Kleenex box? <laughs> Kleenex, we need a sponsor. <laughs> um, so my advice for other women and men that are going through this season, like I said earlier, would just be to cry out to God, um, tell mm-hmm. him, you know, tell him that you're frustrated and that you're hurt and that you're sad, but um, also going back and just telling him that you love him too and just um praying and seeking him like never before relying on him because um our control we don't have any control it's kind Mm. of a cool space like you don't Mm. it's not our planet we can't control it so press into him um and then I would just say you know in anything that you struggle with people are in a good way but like to offer a lot of advice mm. or stories that yeah. aren't always the best, but are yes. encouraging as well. Yeah. And so I would just say, you know, you don't have to take everyone's advice. Mm. And mm-hmm. you know, it's you and your husband's journey. Oh, yeah. that's good. You know what's best for you guys. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to explain your decisions or your journey to anyone unless you want to. Yeah. You know, I've, I've been on this for three years and haven't really shared it with many people because it's hard. Yeah. Um, it's tender. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's tender. So don't feel like you have to share it with people unless you want to. Yeah. Um, well, girl, you're sharing it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. And I'm, I'm just, it was the right timing. God, yeah. you know, yeah. and like I said, with, with spouses, just lean into your spouse and enjoy it. Like, you know, I think of it as, okay, this is a really hard thing and, you know, we want children, but we're going to enjoy it. This is kind of like extra time that God has given Mm. us, just the two of us, because once you have children, you'll never not have children, even, you know, when they're out of the house. So we've just enjoyed each other Mm. and, you know, getting to know each other more and just um, having fun together. So good. So can I um, just ask you a quick question? If there are other women out there who are going through this season and they just, they want to reach out to you, can they just, if we tag you on Instagram and they send you a message, are you willing to just answer their questions and just share the encouragement? Because I know sometimes all you need is just one other person that feels your pain. Yes. Well, yeah. And I've had, you know, this is a, this is um, something that you don't want. You don't want to find other people in this. Right. And you don't want, you don't wish this upon people. Um, But the reality is there are women out there and, you know, I've been able to connect with some of them and it is, it's, we are, you know, pre, pre kids, not having kids, like we know what that feels like. And so, yes, Mm -hmm. I have had people reach out to me and I've reached out to them and it's just been as hard as it is to share our pain. It's also freeing too. And so, yes, I... You know, I have a list of, of women that I know and that I don't know that want children, and I yeah. pray for them. So, oh. yes, I would love to know anyone. Um, I just want to pray for you because I believe that, you know, God will give us the desires of our heart. Amen. Um, That's so good. So, so you can find Jenna on Instagram. You're yes. Jenna M. Yes. Bennett. Yes. 
and we'll tag her in our post on Instagram and reach out to her if you if you want prayer because she will pray for you. If this girl says she's going to pray, she's going to pray for yes, you. Yes, she does. So yeah. Yes. Um. So Jenna, this is in our weekly FaceTime, but this is on podcast. So can I? Are you okay if I just pray over you? Yes. Okay. Jesus, thank you for this sweet sister who you so graciously purposed for our family. God, I just am so madly, crazily in love with her. And I think she's so perfect for my brother. And so I praise you for that. I thank you for the wife she is to Maddie. I pray that you would bless their marriage this year in a way that just overwhelms them. Lord God, this is kind of bold to do on a podcast because so many people can listen and hold you to this prayer request. Mm -hmm. And yet, God, I'm going to be so bold as to just approach your throne. Mm -hmm. And once again, as we've done so many times over the last few years, ask that you would bless Matt and Jenna with their children. Yes, Jesus. Lord God, that you would um, just allow Jenna's body to be prepared and ready to carry this gift that you are going to give them. Um, God, whether it's a baby or babies, either way, <laughs> whatever you think is best. But we just pray in the name of Jesus that you would give them the desires of their heart. We thank you in advance and we will give your name all of the glory and follow up this podcast with the great news of what you're going to do in their life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. I've so had so much fun being here and being able to share and just hang out with you guys. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. We love you. I love you guys too. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We're so happy that you did. We hope that you have a great week, and we'll see you next time.